They say Peter Volandis is the rivers of gold man, but get him on side as the rivers of gold show. Hello, everyone. More big winners. <laughs> what a weekend yeah. oh, it was. It looks good, kill. Oh, Jesus. Hello. Joel Kane, hello to you. Hello to you. You spent the weekend in the country. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, in the country. And I, I love seeing all the rugby league out in the country too. And I'll get straight to this. I didn't know you were going to Wagga, Sean. Oh, here we go. Hey? The Raider lover. Was I in Wagga? Was I? Yeah. I wasn't Hang aware on, of that. Those metrosexual blokes. He no, gets nowhere near country Yeah, town. well, I saw a picture of him uh, out there on social oh. media. Thank you, uh, oh, yeah. Streety, mm. who sent that through. No, no, big filthy Phil. Oh, filthy Phil. Yeah, filthy Phil. Rick Norton, yeah. Some Thank you very much for that. Here, here he go. is. There's Sean, look at him. <laughs> He's out there getting his little oh, little <clears throat> Lovely stuff, Sean. I see the uh, I see the bloody Viking clap is still going. Come on, Canberra. You just got arrested. What magnificent trolling by the Raiders uh, organisation because they know I I hate them, mm. but I tipped them obviously minus four and a half to still win the game but not cover for me. Yeah, that's, that's right. magnificent stuff. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, really appreciative of that. Uh, let's get straight into it because we've got a lot to get to. We're going to talk about Vegas. We didn't do it last week, and now. It, well, it was a pipe dream last week. Yeah, it's going to pay off this week because now, now we've up. now we've got some meat meat on that bone. But let's uh, let's get into what we did well and what we did not so well. Gentlemen, let me start with this, shall we? Uh, so right, there was so much so right, and I loved it. You boys, and I jumped on the bandwagon. Thank you very much. Was so confident about this team. There's got no ass. Ma'am is replaced by Jock Madden. And you're saying South are getting one and a half? $4.25, and that's what it is. I think there's upside. You, you go after a margin. I'm not, I'm not interested in just minus one and a half or head to head. Give me, oh, give me no, a margin. No, no. Now, I said something wrong. I said South were getting one and a half. They were giving one and a half. But we all knew, Sean. Mm. So you're all so clever. All of you people who, who, who do this for a <laughs> living, we knew straight away that's ridiculous, those odds. I get home from the... From the from the show, mm. and the odds had already changed. It was, was Brisbane massive, went from two dollars five to about yeah. two dollars thirty nine. There was a massive push, yeah. And I, I'm not sure if it was while we were recording the show on Wednesday, sort of mid afternoon or or midday, but the same. It jumped uh, minus four that one, and there was no injury news. It was yeah. just the market getting behind the bunnies, and they did it very easy in the end. Paint Haas clearly, the the it's not often that a front railway is your biggest out or your most important player. He's just so important to that team. And it was evident for me. You can be wrong at you can be right and be wrong at the same time. Had Brisbane won that game, we were still right on the money. That it was the market that was wrong. Mm. I actually went went in game thought, oh, South might have an off night here. Mm. It's pretty obvious they weren't going to. I, have I was that. a little bit shocked that it moved so much. Like the the home advantage thing was is always big for me. And when I initially saw the move early in the week, you don't really see it that often. I think you've overrated. You said it last week. Mm. Oh, SunCorp's a massive home ground advantage. I don't think it is. Reckon? Not, not, not for a hardened team like South. Yeah. For Penrith, for Melbourne, I think for those teams, playing at Suncorp actually not, not. invigorates rather than intimidates. We also identified, boys, the, the win in Darwin was a little bit of fool's gold. Yep. There were some fluky tries, yep. bounces. It was a flattering scoreboard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know when you get to a ground and you just have a feeling? I had a real feeling about... Yeah. Um, the Tigers were at least going to take this the distance against Penrith. Now, it helped that there was, you know, 25 inches of rain in about two minutes. But that was on Saturday night I had that feeling. This bloke, uh, Jay Kane, had the feeling a lot earlier. And this is coming from a bloke who played for the Blaney Bears there on an ice-cold Kelso Oval just up the road at Bathurst. Mm. Group 10, heart of Group 10, boys. Tigers with the start. Had a chance to win the game. Yes, Joel, well done. Thank you, sir. Uh, well, the conditions, wasn't it? And you had the feeling. Mm. In the country, so away from your regular ground, pouring, pouring rain, no Tungor, no Martin, no Fisher-Harris, uh, down around the health of uh, Cleary. It was just a bet, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. And it, it was a tricky round, looking back on it, with a couple of games really impacted by weather. That was one of them. The Roosters obviously held the Warriors to, to nil in the other game, but that was torrential rain. Gold Coast beating Manly, but again, slippery conditions. So it's going to be interesting to see what the, the market does out of that, given a few upsets and surprising results. But I think the weather certainly had a huge part to play. Penrith can't play in the rain. Now, I, having seen it 
live, uh, they just play sideways. They play dry weather football. It's probably obvious yeah. on TV. But when you see it up, you're seeing, hang on, the Tigers are playing this very basic mm. game, which actually is suited to the rain because they're a pretty one-dimensional team. And, um, not sure based you, on effort. I'm not sure if you saw the Matty Johns podcast with Cooper Cronk. He and Cronk said it beautifully. The rain helped Brooks no end because mm. it just meant... You know, it was the most simple game of footy he had to play. Yep. Don't overthink it. Yep. And I think he, was his first kick was a 40-20. 40-20. And that was him gone. But you know what? I thought one of his best kicks was his last kick, where he just deliberately kicked it out the back on the yeah. floor. And I thought, wow, that's a really intelligent play for a guy who hasn't won in over a year and who must be just, the brain must be going crazy to have the wheel that will just kick it deep. Mm. Yep. Uh, I thought that uh, he deserved that. They would have been an injustice if they didn't win that It game. was a great bet. So I was very comfortable with the $8.50. And I had a decent crack at it too, boys. I was, I was very comfortable. It was a great bet. But in saying that, I was watching the game and the whole time I knew it would get beat. Yeah. I just felt like it was going to unravel and get beat. But I tell you what, this, probably the play of the year to this point here. Woohoo! Extra time. Oh, yeah. 15 bucks, you bastards. It was 19 <laughs> You've done it again. You've done it again. Unbelievable. Anytime I feed through odds, they change it before it goes up. All oh, right. It's $19. Look, it even says it on here. Yeah. And then it's come into 15. 3 p.m. Saturday afternoon. There's no draw. This is going to be points, and they're going to be all... But they, they can't score either team. So forget 90% of that, where I just whinged about the odds, and forget the fact <laughs> I said it would be a low-scoring game. <laughs> it was old school. I'm driving to Bathurst and I'm listening to ABC Radio because Triple M, once you cross the mountains, you can't get them. So I've got it on 702 and it's oh, coming yeah. in and out. And I heard it got to 30 all. I wasn't. I only turned on at 30 to 24 because it was a blowout early. But then when I heard that try at 30 all, there was eight minutes left. I thought, ah, oh, they've, they've too long. There's no way it's going to win 30 all. And I'm only hearing one word out of every five. It was Tim Gable calling. And you'd, you'd just hear a jarble. And then about 10 minutes later, I had to turn the volume down a bit because it was so annoying. And then I heard just through the, the, the hissing golden point. Yes. You beauty. What about me just scoffing? <laughs> I Three piano on a Saturday? Nah, nah. no draw. Yeah, well, yeah, I've well, got a question for you. I mean, <laughs> no, here we go. Question for you. It's a very delicate subject. So I've had a big win. Not the biggest win of the year. I did pick a $23 first try scorer, Tom Dearden. Oh, okay. uh, so, so, so second biggest. Yeah. He's away for two days. Mm. That's fine. Mm. And then he's very magnanimous. And we had an agreement. If someone gets one of these, <laughs> they'll they'll put it up on social media. So, you know, that's how you get subscriptions. You, you, you sort of praise each other and then we can retweet each other. It's a bit different. Can't come from the company because there's regulations. I get that. Um, you didn't participate in that. <laughs> I just thought, well, isn't that, in, isn't that I've an got, interesting revealer of character? I've got 12 followers. You two are the big dogs yeah. here yeah, on It doesn't matter. It, it's the very idea. It's the very idea... I'm just idea. picking up your crumbs. I might get a follow every now and again. But it does, they stumble it's across the very YouTube. idea that you just share a little bit of praise. When you got <laughs> a flair in the first week, I put the praise... I, I gave the praise and allowed you to reach. I just find that doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of this things. This is like the George Costanza, Jerry Seinfeld. We had a pact. I didn't know we had a pact, yeah. but uh, clearly we did. We had yeah, a pact. I, I came through with the pact. <laughs> I, I was sort of uh, tied up. Mm. But when I surfaced, I saw this... And I thought, you beauty, and I went to the well. Yeah. I, I did notice up. straight I away. Did you notice, though, Ormrod? <laughs> so you're very magnanimous on the Monday, yep. and you gave me my praise. You hit your cap for magnanimouses. Yeah, go on. But then you also had to point out quickly that you backed the West's Tigers, and you had a big win, too, which I was very happy <laughs> but, for. But, but, but aren't I was we thinking, all happy? Yes. Yeah. But I was just wondering, I, I did question, are you, are you being a Mr. One-Upman? I don't think you are, but I'm just putting the little... I don't think like you. The little asterisk. I, I do not think. I'm the little asterisk. Like Can I ask, what time of the day was that sent through? Can we just confirm the time oh, it was of about day? Monday at 11 o'clock or oh, something. Oh, okay. I thought it might have been sort of like maybe rose o'clock. Nah, there is. No, it no, might no, have had a tinge no, of no, rose I'm just saying... I don't think, I think the way you've you done think. it. I think you've done it for the right reasons. Yeah. I'm just a little, <laughs> I, I just a little asterisk. Yeah. It's one of those. Healthy Put skepticism. that away for later if it comes up again. If the same thing happens again, now we've got a bit of history. Okay. That was so right, so wrong.
All right, we held off on this subject last week as we head into our main topic of the day. Um, and that is the NRL <laughs> looking at launching the 2024 season in Las Vegas. What I love about an idea like this is no one from the media will ever bag it. When I say that, I mean no one from the media that has designs on going. That's right. So you'll never hear a journalist say, oh, actually, it actually makes no sense that what is coming out is dribble because we all want to go. I mean, I, I, I know what I did, Joel. Straight away, I thought, how am I going to play this? Yep. Everyone, in, in whether it's uh, News Limited, Fairfax, yep. Triple M, yep. SEN, Sportsbet. 2GB, Sportsbet. Yep. Wheels are in motion. Everyone's jockeying in for a position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're coming out of the barriers. Yep. We're all trying to get Got to the fence. In. Yep. So I thought I was going to ring... Joe at Fox, and I thought, no, at best I'm a one in three chance. That's even if they send callers over there. So I have to work on Triple M. So I've gone to our boss, Josie. Mate, I think it'd be insulting. I mean, the NRL's going to all this trouble. I think we've actually got to be there. I yeah. think we're going to. And, mate, you can make it a sales event. Yeah. And. And he goes, Dan, we're wa- you don't have to do this. We're way ahead of you. <laughs> so I, oh, you'll I, be there. I think we're sorted. I okay. think we're sorted. And he was telling me we've got equipment. It's here. our time to cash in on a, a sports bet. I think sports bet needs yeah. to be. It's our 100%. turn. But, okay, let's talk about the thing in, in general. I, I, I've got to say, I admire is too strong a word, but I credit Peter Volandis for at least admitting what this is all about. This is all about gambling money, which is perfectly fine. It's legal in 33 states in the United States, and they're looking for a little piece of that. Um, There are three reasons to do this. Either you want to sell the game to Americans, which I think is futile, sell gambling on the game to Americans. Okay, that's interesting because you can get a piece of that, or to have it as a money-making exercise where they can squeeze money out of the Nevada Tourism Bureau, they can go in with the tour- with um, travel groups. I-, I think, again, that's a little futile. So at least, Joel, at least his reasons are obvious. That's what I'll say about Volandis. He doesn't leave you wondering what no. he's on about. And I notice uh, South Sydney and Manly will be front runners, and, mm. and, and it's Why's purely that? because of Rusty Crow and yeah. Hugh Jackman. And that, that's sense. the big play, and of course that it does. Yeah. 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 And but, I would but, say, but Manly aren't anywhere near the conversation without, without, H, without H. H. Jackman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think you'd put the Broncos in and probably Melbourne. Wolverine. Uh, yeah, but the Roosters have got the pulling power. If they want to go, they'll what be What have the Roosters got to do? How are the Roosters? Melbourne, uh, you've also got to think, you've got to sell the game to TV back in Australia. It's the season opener. Mm. You want Melbourne involved in that. You There's want Brisbane involved in Hemsworth that. Hemsworth with close ties to a being in a South Sydney dressing room as well. So yeah. another well, we can lock South We can lock South in. And the plan would be Saturday night Vegas, Sunday afternoon Australia. And I gather it would be a few days before the rest of the competition starts. The timing, Sean, is actually perfect because it's a, it's, it's, it's a little period in America where mm. the Super Bowls is done. The college basketball tournament... <clears throat> Uh, is still a couple of weeks away, there is actually an avenue. Now, I don't think anyone will care. NBA is nowhere near NBA is in the dog days. Ba- uh, baseball hasn't started. College basketball sort of getting to their conference playoffs, but that's, that's hardly enough to stop this going ahead. I think it's going to happen. I think once Volandis has his mind set on this, I think it's going to happen. 2024, I think it'll happen. Whether it's 24, 25 seems more realistic to me. Because we, we were talking before, we're only, what is it, 10 months away from this becoming a reality. And between now and when it's probably actually officially launched, this is going to take three, four months, five yeah. months to actually put the pieces together. Yeah. So you're leaving people with five months, book travel, mm. travel rather. It's a, this and travel a isn't cheap. Round. This isn't no. magic round. This is a you're looking at a high four-figure investment. The flight yeah. alone is going to cost you three, and what that's a place. economy. I love that place. We, we take the family there. Last two times I've been... I haven't been yet. The last two times I've yeah. been, I haven't even had a bet on the tables. Mm. You just, don't have to have a bet. You don't have to. Um, Would, I, is I don't any, know why it has to... on me that I haven't been yet? Yes. Yeah, is, have you been to Queenstown? Yes. Okay, well, that's fine. I don't see why it has to be in Vegas. It's not really a gambling mechanism. No, no, but it's a definite... (laughs) Sports betting is illegal in 33 states, and I think the thing that they're probably going to run into is the stadium. You either play it at Allegiant, which is too big, 65,000. I'd love to see the Death Star as well, but you're not going to fill it. So are you going to play in a place where you're going to have 
two-thirds of the place max minimum empty. Well, do you go to this college football stadium that looks like a dump 40 minutes out of Las Vegas? I'd play it in California. I'd go to one of those soccer stadiums in California. The key is this. You've got to get on TV in the States, mm. right? Whether it's ESPN or ESPN2 or FS1, Fox Sports 1 over there, which When do they play the games, though? So local time over there. When it, it'll be Saturday night, so 730 and what's, West Coast. And what's that here? 2.30 2 in the afternoon. Okay, so it's, it works. It's a five-hour time zone, so it'd be, let's say, 7.30 would be 12.30 here because it's still daylight savings. Um, so it does work, but you've got to get on TV over there. There, then you can sell Russell Crowe going on the talk shows mm. and Hugh Jackman going on the talk. If you don't have those two doing the talk show circuit the week before, it's kind of wasted because people in Vegas don't, just don't stumble on things. Yeah. Um, when the stadium... You know, is it's a stone's throw away, but it's still far away enough from everything that you don't notice what's going on there. Can we not put a dent in the Death Star? Can we can we get enough people there or not really? How are we going to get there? Who's going to go? Yeah, what's the number? Well, I think if they got fifteen to 20,000, that's a good result. The whole thing... And this is let me read some of this quotes. Great interview from Andrew Webster because Andrew really pushes back and he's a little skeptical of Volandis, which makes for good interviews. Anyway, he's pushing PVL a bit, and PVL is looking at wagering content outside the time zones. Rugby league is the perfect one for that. The way he describes it, it's like Vale races, you know, on a Saturday yeah. night when you're pissed and. Just you don't feel like going to bed yet, so you turn it on Sky Racing, and here's Bloemfontein, and there's twelve dollars on the win market at two in the morning. Yeah. And Bloemfontein, thinking, and you're thinking, is it really worth the TAB and Sky Racing turning the electricity on and having the satellite only on for twelve dollars? Only in a the punter would know where Bloemfontein is. Yeah. Well. <laughs> only a punter would know. And there's oh, two A's in yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And some other things in here. Um, talking about, you know, do, do you honestly think Americans are going to start betting on something they know nothing about? I love PVL. Absolutely. I just love it. No doubt. A lot of people bet on exotics. The biggest sports bet in Australia is an NRL and AFL. Is Could I say an idea? We'll get to the games in a second. You know what the NBL wants to do? I don't know if this has ever been made public. So Kestelman, Larry Kestelman's a genius of an owner. And he's real. He's realised there is America. The American market can be tapped into. He is thinking about, and he knows it's probably a step too far, creating a team just to play Thursday mornings, to be a Wednesday night American time. So even if it was played on a sound Where's stage, Larry from? I don't know. It's a good uh, question. American is he? No, he's just. No, I he's think Australian. I, I think he's. Um, I think he's Victorian. Yes, and he bought a club, and then he bought the whole league, and he's mm. reinvented it. And I'm going to mention him a little bit later for uh, um, uh, our Bambi, which will also involve PVL. Um, but what I'm saying is, he's worked out. Hang on, if you can get on Wednesday night, seven thirty, there's gambling money to be made. So it's not a futile exercise. Difference is that's basketball yeah. with college football with college basketballers who people want to see in America. And this is where uh, PVL's argument breaks down. People, horse race is a horse race. A greyhound race is a greyhound. Yeah. Basketball is basketball. You can kind of have a throw at the stumps. You know yeah. the rules. You know what's going on. This is just. You got to get a TV deal. You can't just say we're going to play one game yeah. or one event and that's the end of it. Yeah. In saying that, I think everything about the idea is fabulous, and I can't <laughs> wait to be there that's in right. March next year. Uh, that uh, covers that very, very nicely. Let's get to some games. Magic round. I'm very disappointed, Joel. Yeah. Where's your magic wand no, and your top hat and I've your jacket? I've been flying solo. It's, I've, I'm not yet doing it. Why? Because I'm the only one if who you, does it. If you wear the cape yeah. and the wand, yeah. I'll put the top hat on, on our little fox. You didn't wear the, hang on, you did Dally answer we do. Mm. Nah. Can you stop potting blokes on I've that, been, Sean? I've been... How long <laughs> have you been? I, I don't know. I just, I just assume. I haven't seen it for a few no, weeks. Not I'll just assume. <laughs> mate, stop it, mate. <laughs> you're a nobody on that show, as stick. I would be, as he is. You yeah. Don't just pot blokes from it's the It's my stick there. Yeah, but someone's going to hit you. Melbourne v South. We agree this is the match of the uh, Magic Absolute no-brainer for Gibbo yeah. this week. Great game. Um, a rematch of a few weeks ago. South are slight favourites, which surprises me just a touch, only because of the history. Uh, they played a few weeks ago where Melbourne 
if you remember, were coming out of a pretty ordinary period, but they, they did this on grit. South Sydney had so many chances, but Melbourne found a way. Uh, Melbourne are coming off the bye. We know, actually, is the record off buys very good, Sean, or has that become one of those things we say, it's, a, it's become a very quick cliche? Well, it was good. You had a stat a couple, a couple of weeks ago. Good, I haven't okay. updated it since then, but it, it is fly. good, yeah. So the yeah. only two teams to lose... Uh, the West Tigers, who had the best game to that point of the year, and the Panthers, who went down a golden point. Mm. Every other team is winning. South, um, at least they get to Tola back, uh, but no Kalon Matangi. I'm, I'm, I'm Still just, a huge out. Yep. I, I'm just a little worried, Joel. I, I think they're a better team than Melbourne, but until I see them beat Melbourne, mm. I'm not sure I'm going to back them as favourites. I'm super keen on the Storm here. They, As you said, they met earlier. That was no Jerome Hughes, no Nelson, and they still got the cash. Mm. That was the game that put them back on the map. Super keen. Historically, I don't know if you know off the top of your head, I don't, but the Suncorp record for Melbourne. Oh, it's enormous. Awesome. It's incredible, yeah. It's but incredible. Their, their record, anyways, yeah. incredible. Yeah, that's right. Last 20 years. I'm very keen, I'm very keen Melbourne. They've had yeah. a big month or so. 31-6 head-to-head or something over the years. Uh, 32-6. Anyway, South giving one and a mm. half. Uh, so this is the Saturday night game, and I, I had... Big concerns early in the week about the state of the Suncorp pitch, how it was going to handle um, eight games of footy across the weekend. But all week, sunny, yes. um, not not a hint of wet weather anywhere. So I think we get, I think we might see some really entertaining footy. We're due for a magic round, not weather interrupted. Yeah, the last 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 year the Saturday night game Penrith Melbourne, <clears throat> yep. marred by Melbourne having a few out, then it bucketed down. No, and you only need one game due. with rain that affects the rest That's of right. the, the weekend right. as well. But thankfully. Um, uh, it's not the case this year, so I think we're going to see some really good footy. I'm on the storm as well, purely because th- there's too many weaknesses in this South back line that I think they can really find holes in. Isaiah Tass is one of them. That, that edge of Tass and Johnston is a concern. Tane Milne on the other edge as well is a bit of a worry, and I think um, if they get level pegging in the middle, which with Nelson and Christian Welch starting and Harry Grant they can do, I think they can score points. All right, I've got the woo! Now, you're going to think, geez, Dan, you, you just talked up Melbourne. What are you talking about here? If South win, I think they have to jump out. They have to jump out. They're not going to haul Melbourne in. So I'd rather take South to score first, lead at halftime and win at $3.30 as opposed to taking them head-to-head at $1.85. I think the only way they win is to put Melbourne on their heels and, and perhaps go on with it. Uh, so I'm taking some value there. Friday night, I thought this was going to be the match of Magic Ground, but Manly's just uh, fallen in a heap. Manly versus Broncos. Manly home game, not that that matters. Uh, $1.28 now, the Broncos. Payne Haas is back uh, to a lesser extent in terms of importance. Ezra Mam is back. Tom Trebojevic will play, but how good is he going? Really? Ten and a half <coughs> is the line. It's a big line, but... Broncos do have the ability, I'll start with you actually on this, Sean, they do have the ability to smash teams once they get on top. Yeah, I found this game really hard. The, the, the variance in this line could be 12. Yeah. It could be about four and a half or it could be somewhere in the high sort of teens. I, I can't work Manly out. Willing to almost ignore last week, no turbo, weather not conducive to their sort of style of play, even though at Brookvale they got beat. And then the Broncos, on the other hand, no Haas, I don't know how much you can read into that, but I think I'm hanging my hat more on their performance in Darwin. Fluky tries. Didn't really impress me, even though they got that big win. And I, it, it's very, very scary, this. But to double figures, and we know underdogs, they're still going at a great record with a big... Double figures. Um, yeah, it's, it's flying. And in fact, the plus across the whole year is going at 60%. So pluses are covering. And with that in mind, I'm just leading the way of Manly, but it's a scary thought, Broncos at home. They're missing one of their prop forwards here, Manly. Um, uh, and I see here, Bencher Boyevich. No, Paseca's playing. It's the other one. That's Sipley. Sipley. Sipley, that's right. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure they've got the muscle to compete here, Joel, although I see Bencher Boyevich is back. Tolu Kola. Return, so bye-bye Morgan Harper. So at least they've tightened up in that regard. Ruben Garrick back to the wing. No Sipley, no Jakey Turbo. Oh, Jake Trebojevic, that's who I was Yeah, I I think I'll just go the Broncos way, but I do have the same concerns, Sean. In their last two games, the last eight tries, they've scored one of them. So they're in a bit of a mini form Mm. slump here, the Broncos. Yeah. 
Hang but, on, their last one. So the eight tries in the two games they've played, the last eight tries, yes. they've only picked they've up one flogged. of them. Mm. Right, okay. <clears throat> They're seven tries to one. Right. Basically. Sean. Yeah, so I'm, I'm tipping Manly purely at the line here, but I think there could be upside in looking at a margin. This is sort of, uh, for the Broncos it is, this is where I've landed for my flair. The edge of, uh, and I've, it's been a bit of a target of mine for a while now, but the right edge of Manly, Jason Sub, and now Tolu Kola, who's back in issues, big issues. And I really like Jesse Arthurs, what he's done this year. And, and I think if it, if it can... Tolu Kola's better defensively than Morgan Hart. Well, I don't know. Oh, well, I don't Morgan know. Morgan Harper's the worst defensive sure. centre in the comp. You, you, um, so Tolu, by sure. default, is better. Maybe. Um, but I think it, there's potential for it to get away from Manly, and I think they can have a lot of success going left, the Broncos. Okay, if you do that, you, if you love what Sean's saying there and you want to get a little bit fruity, throw Cobbo in as well, and I'll tell you why. I've got equal concerns on the other side. Mm. Five weeks in a row, the right winger opposing yeah. them have scored. So that's Selwyn Cobbo. Well, there you go. So I wanted Farnworth, but uh, I think we're all sort of thinking along the same line. They can cut Manly on the edges. Right, let's go to Sharks-Dolphins, 5.30. The middle game on... I think this could be sneaky good. The middle game on the Saturday, um, Nico Hines is just in incredible. Is he the best player on the comp right now? Yep. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I thought their win over the Cowboys, though, Joel said more about the Cowboys than it did the oh. Sharks. Uh, your bloke Todd Payton, boy, boy, oh boy. <laughs> that that was the I thought close to the worst performance by any team this year, and this is a team that was yep. shandy away from the grand final. Newcastle, Newcastle said, "Hold my beer the next day," because they were deplorable as well. But oh, that's right, yeah. Neck and neck and neck for what the worst result. Newcastle. So I had the night off, and I see they'd considered <clears> ten <throat> line breaks. So I looked at my set. Ten line breaks was the most. A team had considered in any game this year. They had mm. 10 in the first half, 15 total. So you're probably right. Newcastle probably had them covered. Uh, what are we doing here for odds? Because they're not on my screen here, but I know the Sharks will be warm yeah, favourites. I can take over. They're minus 9.5. $1.35 head to head the Sharkies. $3.25. Bet against the Dolphins at your peril, Sean. The Finns. Well, that, that, and that's what it has been this year. Mm. They somehow keep covering. What, what's So was it 18-0 last week against the, yeah. the Raiders? 26-0 the week before that. 12-0 against the Raiders which, early in the season. Which worries me. But they find a way to, to somehow stick in the games. And it, obviously it's at Suncorp. And I think the, the neutrality of the crowd will be on the Dolphins here. Oh, and, and they'll have a lot of their own fans as well. And the Sharks are a different team away from home. Scary like Manly, but I'm with, the, um, I'm with Finns. I'm still not fully on board with where the Sharks are at. Hamlin Urelli's a decent out. Mm. It yeah. was awesome. Life. I think I'm with you. That, that said way more about the Cowboys than it did the Sharks last week. So it's hard to get a real yeah, read on. Uh, they are def uh, Hines could absolutely tear them apart, though, with his precision. Because I don't think the Dolphins are a great defensive team at all, Joel. Um, they welcome back Tessie New. Your main, your man Jermaine's still in front. Yeah, oh, I haven't even checked. Now his lead is shrinking. His lead is shrinking, but he's in. You're in. You're in the spot you want to be. No, honestly, did I did I um did I mention last week that Nico Hines was a bet at forty one dollars? Did I say that on this show? Don't think so. Well, that's well and I truly gone. Somewhere, though. Yeah, he, yeah, he's well and truly. That's well and truly gone now. He can win at Nico. What mm. um, point score we're talking about here? Okay, so my answer to all of this is my gut feel is the Sharks cover this. However. Yeah. The numbers, this same game multi has won six of nine times. And the same game multi being, this is my flair, woo, woo. is Hamiso to score, his support play is, I watched all his tries back this week. It's all him supporting through the middle, Nathan Blacklock styles. Him to score, Dolphins with the line, you've outlaid nine bucks a dollar each week to get over 21 back. It just keeps winning. So Flying. gut feel says Sharks cover, but I'll stay with the trend. All right. Um, I'm going to be on Sharks as well. If it got ten and a half, I'd be on the Dolphins. I think it's a really <coughs> going that number. way. I think it might have been seven and a half. Okay, so it's going up. Warriors versus Panthers is our Saturday three p.m. game. Warriors last year trailed South thirty-two six in this exact time slot and ended up losing thirty-two thirty. I'm a bit worried about them, the Warriors. Uh, I thought they were they ran out of ideas against a very committed Rooster side. So I just wonder how much that gets them mentally. Ten and a half is the line here. Um, 
Penrith, well, it's going to be dry weather, Joel, uh, which is, we know, not their kryptonite. Uh, $1.31 is the Panthers' head there. Yeah. Where are you going here? Uh, Ten and a half. Yeah, a bit of calibration here, I think. The world realigns itself. Warriors go back to being not yeah. the hot Warriors. Panthers go back to being, okay, here they are. Big crowd, big occasion. Last week out at Bathurst driving rain. Cleary on the big stage of Magic Round. James Fisher-Harris, key in yes, for huge. the Penny Panthers, huge in. I just think they click into gear, and I'll, I want to be on them to cover. There's a bit to play out here with team sheets, I believe. So Tohu's not been named. Name, but he's no, no way he can... Well, he may be able to play, but he came back too early from the same injury a few weeks ago. Yeah, but he's just... Yeah. I think they obviously realise the importance of him. Nicole Klukstar back as well. Klukstar back. If Tohu plays... I don't mind the look of this uh, Warriors team. And again, I think this is a bit of a legacy handicap, which they were against the Storm on Anzac Day, 12 and a half, covered that easily. And the Panthers aren't, I'm not fully going to say they're not the Panthers of old, but they're still missing a few players. Isaac Tungo is massive out. Yeah, I agree. Huge out defensively. And I'm not sure if Peachy is going to play there, had his issues. Um, Cleary, bit underdone. A lot of pressure on Jerome Luai. Ten and a half. Got to be with a big start again. You said something that's right. Lou, I needs a good game. Um, I've got the flair. Woo! Jamin Salmon has scored the last try twice this year. Once against Canberra, once against Newcastle. It's a great bet. I just can't believe it's $23. Because I think they're going to score the last try, Penrith. Because I think they're going to win comfortably enough. $23. $23. I'm warning you. <laughs> you have it. I have till please get down on. the barrel. You I have Thursday then, night. You have my word. If this gets up, I will retweet it to the bloody. No, I'm not worried about that. No, no. I want price. the price. Oh, you want the price? I want don't the price. Oh, no, that I that I can't guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> you are a. Uh, let's do this. It's Joel Kane's time to shine. NRL Ideas Committee, Joel. Short and sharp, and uh, you know it's one of my favourite topics, but it's getting a tsunami behind it now. And reading the play, uh, just have a look at this. They tweeted out an idea to support um, the ladder. Now, what we're going to have a scenario later oh, on in the year... go again. No, but it's Jesus. On, it's on win percentages. <laughs> It's, well, a, it's the it's same a, principle. No, it's a far better reflection of the ladder. You found a different way to whinge about buy points. It's a You've far... Just... I haven't even mentioned it. It's a far better reflection of a true ladder. Um, yeah, I agree with that. The win percentages. Yeah, you know, we're going to have a scenario where Parramatta have their buys very, very late. They're three yeah. buys. So for me, this is absolutely the best way to see how we're really tracking as far as the season is concerned. Thank you very much, Jared. Reading the play, I concur, young man. I agree. I agree, but please, can you Automatic do it? Automatic cross. Landis, can you do it to shut this bloke up? Yeah. I'm so sick of hearing I'm, you I'm, about the buy points. Tsunami of support might be a bit of a stretch. I mean, yeah, you get Phil Rothfield. You get Phil Rothfield on your radio show, mm. and you waste two minutes of his time talking about this. Yeah. You we were did there have to, him for 26 minutes. You were there to, you were there to mend idea? fences with yeah. him. It's a buzzer's idea. No, though. no, no, no. All uh, right. No. Anyway, there you go. See, you say I never put the tick up. There, there you go. go. The tick was I didn't know there was a tick on this thing. Um, okay, let it go. Let's go to Sunday afternoon. Now, this game, I think, was very attractive when they organised it. Sunday, 4pm. Not so to, uh, this this weekend. Roosters, Cowboys. Boy, the Cowboys. I can't believe how badly they've gone off. Uh, Roosters coming off that wet weather game in um, Auckland. Uh this is a big day for the Cowboys. 11 and a half is the start. I'll start with you, Sean Ormerod. I don't know what to make of them. What I mean by that is I don't know if we're going to get their best <clears throat> or if they've given up the ghost already mm. uh, in 2023. I thought this is a fabulous win, by the way, by the Roosters, the vision we're seeing at the moment. 14-0 uh, doesn't look that impressive. They were a proper brick wall in their defence. Yeah, they were, but it, it is, it's so hard to take a lot out of that. I mean, the, the wet weather certainly suits the Roosters' style of footy, Roosters' style defence anyway. Um, I know the Warriors won possession, but it feels like the wet probably wasn't conducive to them scoring points. I, we've said it the last two weeks about the Cowboys. This is their last stop saloon, and they serve up that last week. Yeah. That, that was, uh, we have given up yeah. areas. Some of the defensive efforts for, of a number of players were just not first-grade Well, Manet 
getting suspended saves the selectors from dropping him Queensland because he's not playing origin mm. rugby football. Chad Townsend doesn't seem to be getting on with his teammates. Joel, certainly on the field during games. Now, I watched that game and I actually felt, I tipped the Cowboys with the start, but then watching the game, I thought, this team's not physically ready for the year. They were just physically getting smashed. Yes. Uh, and it was wonderful tactics by the Sharks too. You'll notice that they were doing the kicks. Drinkwater's quite a light bloke. Every time he caught the ball back, they almost lifted him up to try and keep him up from a play of the ball, and then they smashed him. Robinson will do the same here, Trent. So I think they are not prepared for the year, and it's not something you can fix in a week. Roosters 13+. plus. Yeah, the, the issue with the, the Roosters, and it has been all year, I haven't yet to see them cover that big start, but... If there's a game, 4pm uh, Sunday afternoon against a team which are completely gone, how do you make an argument for them? I don't Shawnee, know. Uh, the rain and level of the Warriors, week before they are on their way to 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But again, they, no, they right. haven't done it yet. Yeah, gonna, they, they have mental lapses in them. I thought, I, that's why I thought the Warriors win was so good because they were on song for 80 minutes mentally. Joey Manu made a tackle on the try line that said, well, he should be number six for the rest of the year because yeah. if that's Sam Walker... Uh, that was going to be a try to the Warriors. He's, he's got a, a call to make, though, because Hutchie in the centres is an issue for them defensively. Yeah. Um, I think we might and see... Billy Smith's in the extended team. Uh, he, he is, number Billy 21. Smith is. I could see him easily coming in. Well, so, well Sam Walker's there again, Jersey yeah. 19 as well. So he's, he's had a couple of weeks off. I haven't watched his cup games, to be fair, so I'm not sure how he's gone. Oh, you think Walker could well, play I, on potentially. Sunday? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. I think once they've made that commitment... Yeah, he's too far down the pitch. I can see now origin time when Tedesco is out. Maybe they'll look at it, but I'd be surprised. It'd be an mm. admission of uh, being wrong. Well, I think you're right, Dan. Like when you got Manu back to fullback in that scenario, yeah. that's the time to bring him back. And also, it's a nice time to ease him back. I think Roosters are about to go on a run, so uh, give me them to cover. Uh, yeah, it have to be on the Roosters. Um, and I've found a little flair here, flair here rather, similar to my Jesse Arthur's two on one. I want to go left for the Roosters. Corey Allen, two plus the the ed, that right edge, of the Cowboys. Hiku. Yeah. It's just, um, I, mean, I don't know what to, I, I don't want to be accused of bagging blokes by Dan, but. No, you can bag them here. Something's, I'm saying, because people know give. us. Don't bag them on TV. No one knows who you are. <laughs> something's got to, something's got to give, um, but it hasn't given because he's there on the team sheet again, and I don't think they can fix that. So Corey Allen, left edge, two or more. Okay. Gold Coast versus, pa that's, I, I'm not saying it's an unders bet, but the two or more is a tough bet to watch. Mate, filthy Philip Sami last week. Yeah. We get that first try. Weather. I understand. I'm not saying it's a bad bet. I'm just saying it's not the most enjoyable to mm. watch the two tries. Gold Coast versus Parramatta. Uh, the last game of Magic Ground, I think, is going to be uh, points are plenty um, because the Titans have no interest in defending and they have a bit of flair about them. And we know Parramatta, when they get going, they can really get going. I'm surprised the start is so skinny. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. I know the Titans had a very good win last week, uh, uh, Joel, uh, uh, in uh, Sydney against against Manly. Parramatta's got too many points for, and too many weapons, don't they? Oh, I agree. Oh, yeah, oh. I've just got a gut feel. Um, Regan Campbell-Gillard not being there worries me still. I know they had the big one last week. I'm going to go the Titans, boys. I like Jaden Campbell in the side. I don't know why he hasn't just nailed down that starting spot. Um, Brimson out's massive here. I, I, Campbell should be the fullback. Yeah. yeah. But with uh, Tanner Boyd and Kieran Foran as the halves I, combo. Yeah. I just don't know why Holbrook doesn't bite the bullet and have Brimson and Foran as your halves. I, I totally agree. Like, Jade Campbell at fullback. That, that's, that has to be it. Well, Obviously, a goal kicking you've is got to have Campbell was their best player for the two yeah. weeks before he was ousted for, um, uh, for Brimson. Yeah. This is just all set up for a big Parramatta party. They, they do have a tendency of beating up on the less than sort of known teams. So, so. Last week, a great example. Flat track bullies. Come on, say well, it. I don't. Come on, say it. They're flat track bullies. And it, 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 it is all set up for them. Magic round. Gutho will be up and yeah. about doing the dance. Yeah. I well, think it's all set up for I think it, today. It could, it could get ugly. Yeah. Upside. Yeah. I, um, I've got the flair here, boys. Woo! Let's get into this. If you get a chance to go and watch both games last year, highlights perhaps, Gold Coast taking on Parramatta. Holbrook has the plan for this team. 
I'm telling you, he sets up on the right, slingshots it to the left. Six tries scored in the two games. So they scored about 50 points last year against Parramatta. And it was mostly Holbrook knows, get it to the right, sling it out, get to those youngsters on the right-hand side for Parramatta. Olofiana, Khan, Pereira, two or more. And also, too, Brian Kelly's got to be a it's bet. A bad, it's a bad way to be a two or more bet, isn't what? it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what odds was Campbell Graham to be top try scorer? He had to, would have had to be 300 to 1 yeah. at the start of the season. Yeah. He's top try scorer right He's now. He's leading right now, isn't he? Lofi Camparera is just two behind. Uh, 50 to 1 to 1. Yeah. I'm not going to bang on about it like Azarko. I mean, I'll just, you know, we'll worry about that in the I last did t- month. I did tip you. That's fine. Anyway. <laughs> Who? Camparera? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've backed it. Yeah, I know. I didn't. Silly me. Well, you're not getting a piece. Um, Canberra uh, take on Canterbury, the first game. Why is the first game of Magic Round always garbage? Uh, Canterbury versus Canberra. Actually, this could be very I, close yeah, I, and I disagree. This, I think this could be a cracker. Well, not 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 high-flying not, teams is no. what I mean. Well, not high-flying teams. No. I don't mean to disrespect you, Canterbury and Canberra. Um, Canberra favourites, $1.60, Bulldogs two thirty-five. I again think uh, Joel. I'll start. I, I think the Bulldogs are again overpriced a bit. Two thirty-five seems a little fat. Yeah, Kiraz is a big in. Max yeah, King's a good he's in. Best player. Yep. At the moment. I don't think Max King's going to play. Okay, well, they can win this absolutely. And if they do, boys, just think about this. Right, <clears throat> six dollars fifty Bulldogs top eight. Hear me out. Cavalry coming back soon. I've looked at the draw. So they play eight teams outside the eight. They Love play it. seven teams inside the eight. Two of those are throughout Origin, so you may be taking on the Sharks, no Nico. Oh, sugar, you take tell on, me more. You take on South, and they've still got three Marcus buys. They're right. on the same amount of wins as Penrith and Manly right now, which under the proposed draw... They've got no car for another... They've got no kick out for yeah. another three months. And, and and you've got this lightning in a bottle, this young Olawapu could add some energy. Mm. 650, top eight. I just think it's a little cheeky bet. I don't know what's happened to the Raider hater, but I, I've made them uh, a little bet here against the Bulldogs still with the, the outs. And I'm not sure um, Kiraz is fully going to be 100%. He's, he's back well before schedule. And I don't think King's going to play, judging by what Gus said um, on Twitter yesterday. I think the Raiders, I mean, they bottled it last week. They should have won by an absolute margin last week. They bottled it. And the Bulldogs, looks like they've, they're starting to play with a bit of attack, but... Butchered a couple. Says more about the Dragons and the Bulldogs. Uh, I'm going to lean the way of the Raiders here. Okay, we're fast running out of time, so your flair, please. Love this bet. Both teams have scored 20 points. Well, it's your bet. I hope you would love it. Love this bet. First game of the uh, Magic Round. I'm expecting some points. Really? The Raiders had 23 or 24 offloads last week. Half of them, I think, were in the first set of the game. I think they're, they're there to play some footy, and I saw the Bulldogs start to throw it around a bit as well, but butchered a couple. All right, we've saved uh, this to last for good reason. Tigers versus Dragons. This is the first game on Sunday. Tigers outsiders, again, I think you've got this wrong, Sean. Uh, I think they should be slight favourites over the Dragons, just on, on exposed form. Dragons stunk against Canterbury last week, and Tyrell Sloan has no interest in defence. Uh, how do I know that? Because I had him in my super coach team. All I needed him to score was 20 points, so I watched him for 80 minutes. How many no, did he get? No, nah, he's a flat track bully, Tyrell. If, if it's going, he got 18, but I, I stuck over the line. Uh. But when things are going his way, he when when he can see tries are abound. Very nasty that I've said that uh, about a young player, but anyway, uh, it's what happens when you play super coach. You you judge harshly. Um, Oh, God, we've got to get to the flair here because this deserves discussion. <laughs> Quick one, yeah. Dragons or Tigers? Tigers should be favourites. Uh, tigers to win, boys, oh, and uh, things can be magical in Magic Round. Did you wear this cap? Yes. If you're going to do this. Okay, it's time. It's time. The drought's over, and it's Magic Round. Alex Twal gets the first try of his career. I'm going to show you why. <laughs> 111 games. <laughs> yep, I'm going to show you why. So Alex Twal's the bet. He breaks it this week. Have a look at this footage, boys. Have a look at the Dragons through the middle of the park. This is Anzac Day. So flimsy up the middle of the field. It's weak. When we get to the Joey Manu try, pay particular attention to how they chase up the middle of the field. It is poor, flimsy stuff, and it's got Alex Twile written all over it. Look at this. Watch inside. They just stop. Put the anchor down. No even thought about chasing on the inside. Alex, I'd like to congratulate you in advance for scoring your first rugby league try, and that is at Suncorp Stadium, round 10 of the 2023 season. Woohoo!
I'll say this for you, Joel. I've got this game for Fox. Mm. I have worked out he's been playing for 2,135 days. I'm just saying, yeah. last week it was the end of 273 days of misery. Yeah. Sunday, 2,135 days. The drought is... Can you have something in your back pocket for when he scores? I, well, that's it. Yeah, that's okay, that's going to be... Okay. I what about that, some sort of goodbye-esque? Uh, no, because I don't pre-plan. I'm not Jim Nance, mate. I don't pre-plan <laughs> those. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I just... I, he's, I don't do the here's something we prepared earlier. But here's something we did prepare earlier. That's our best bets. I didn't realise we got them oh, last week. I didn't week. realise either. We got them. Uh-huh. I got the under of Dragons, Bulldogs. You got South. Who did they beat? They beat... Um, Broncos. And Sh- Oh, no. No, Sean. Oh, this is a setup. It says here three from three. On our shooter paper, it says... Give up. That's three. a cheat. <laughs> but, but Raiders minus four and a half. Oh, no. Pre- no he, wonder we didn't realise we got it. No, he typed out at 18 nil. Yeah, he so, did. No, it's he did. Uh, so, sorry. Sorry, everyone. Um, so, Joel, Joel, you go first. Okay, Roosters 13 plus. Cowboys are not prepared for this season. Okay, uh, Sean. Very quick. Brisbane uh, left edge. This stinks of me just getting battle ball because my tail is well and truly between my legs after last week. Uh, Jesse Arthurs will be scoring a try in that game. To use keep the cricket analogy, is Jesse Arthurs what you previously would have called a dot ball? Um, he's a good player. He just got a recent contract. I think he's, but that's nah. that's a term of yours, a dot ball. No, nah, he's not. He's not dot ball. Uh, I, I'm going to wank you, Roos, so you know it's going to fail. Titans eels. I just see a lot of points. Either the eels are going to absolutely slaughter them, or the Titans are going to go with them. Either way, I just see a lot of points in this game. The only thing that can beat you there, Dan. I, I totally agree with you. If it's a goat track, come the eighth game. That's the only thing that yeah, can no, get Yeah, I, I, I think it's going to hold up, yeah. Given, yeah, the, given the weather. But what a great idea to put the Queensland Reds on uh, the week before. Um, and that actually dovetails nicely into shooting <laughs> Bambi. So I mentioned rugby, and that's, that's where I do go here. Peter Volandis. I prefer when he punches up. When he attacks Racing Victoria... They don't know what hit them because they've got a glass jaw. So all of a sudden, the Everest and Racing Victoria uh, is old, and they, 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 wow, someone attacked us. AFL's even worse. North, they're North Korea down there. They've, they've, they've never understood uh, that, that, that there can be criticism. So Gillan McLaughlin didn't know how to attack Rugby League when Rugby League was attacking them. Which brings me to Hamish McLennan. Who, you ask? The boss of rugby. Rugby was sprouting that they made $8 million last year. Oh, congratulations, Rugby. Based on what? A broadcaster that overpays significantly uh, for your product. A broadcaster that had 58,000 watch a game last Saturday on regular free-to-air TV that didn't even make the top 20 of the secondary channels. That's how off your product is. (laughs) 70,000 the week before, 25,000 the week before that. The game of rugby is dead. So... Except there's only two matches that matter in this country, Australia versus New Zealand over here and over there. So why are you validating this guy, PVL? You're better than Hamish McLennan. And then this bloke, this palooka, say, we'll show you how tough we are. We'll have a scrummaging competition. A scrum off. I mean, what's going on? (laughs) Come on, come on, Pete. But anyway, Hamish McLennan, doesn't he seem like a bloke that just loves a bit of the attention? No one one had heard of him. No one had heard of him two months ago. No, I think he's been the boss of some uh, Channel 10, so I better be careful because he might be my boss one day. Not a very... A Southern Cross Australia just lost it. So I I was down at a mate's house... maybe he's going to be my boss. ...down the Southern Highlands, and somebody said, oh, Hamish McLennan lives down the road there. Oh, yeah. And I said, who the bloody hell's Hamish McLennan? The host of Channel 7 Football. Uh, So, Peter, punch up. Pick on someone your own size or someone bigger than you. Can I have a drive-by? Yes. Two drive-bys. The man you mentioned in that um, soliloquy, I believe uh, he's called, uh, Gil McLaughlin, and his little, uh, he dropped a little press release yesterday after the announcement that we're going to end Tasmania. And all, all it said, see you in Tassie tomorrow. Thinking he's some sort of Michael Jordan type. I'm, oh, back. I'm, yeah, back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Gil, please. Well, he's always <clears> been a wanker. The second one. Have you seen the Leeds United boys get just get bashed from pillar to post about not stopping yes. and giving an autograph? Now, I'm sorry. 
I'm blaming the kids. If you want an autograph, you got to get out there. you got to get too in their passive. face. Way too passive. Just standing there. Also, you got to get busy. I hate cheap heat. And when people on Twitter go, oh, look at the Leeds, look at the Leeds players, how rude. Bit of cheap heat about that. Yeah. A bit of cheap retweets. Yeah. Uh, also, can I, why can't we say Josh Schuster is fat? He's fat. Okay, why is it, it's an athlete. It's not body shaming to say when an athlete is unfit. Also, um, AFL and the- and, and, How many and you got this their list demands, <laughs> Their demands. What's the plural of Bambi? All right, Bambi. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I saw Mark Robinson on AFL 360. As an act of goodwill, Warner Brothers should give up the Tasmanian devil's name to the AFL as if the AFL is a charity and not a billion dollar company that just built the uh, federal government out of a out of money for a stadium that no one in Tasmania even wants. But, oh, the AFL, uh, the sun and the moon, okay? <laughs> and Giannis Antetokounmpo saying... Another one. <laughs> yeah, so, so you're talking about Michael Jordan, bro. We all love Michael Jordan because he wouldn't accept failure under any cost. Someone asked Giannis, mm. but their team gets knocked out as the number one seeds, and he was injured, so there were excuses. Was your season a failure? And he does what I would claim was a little bit of bait for social media, just talking about failure, giving an inspirational speech. There's no such thing as failure in sport. Yes, there is, Giannis. I'll tell you what it is. When you're the number one seed and you get knocked out by the number eight seed, that is failure, Giannis. And Michael Jordan wouldn't say it. You shouldn't either. Anyway, that was an action-packed Bambi. Just about it. Uh, I believe the email, for those that listen to the audio, uh, I think the email segment is returning this week. We had a problem last week. What was the problem last week? Producer forgot to organise it. <laughs> Joel! Uh, Clayton from Bremer, he'd be loving your little uh, soliloquy, Dan. He loves when you get off the bit, Dan. So hello to you, Clayton. Um, but the absolute best tip we can give you is to listen to the second part, uh, which is the podcast, and, of course, set a deposit with you. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, call the number on the screen or visit the website.